If it's 6 p.m. on a Thursday, that means it's time for Lehigh Valley Discourse here on WDIY 88.1 FM, WDIY.org, and our WDIY app. And we start off with Perspectives with John Pierce. This evening, I have two guests who come to us from the Literacy Center. They are Becky Taka and Judith Garger. The Literacy Center is a private, nonprofit organization dedicated to helping struggling adults empower themselves through education. They're a leader in community-based adult literacy education built on innovation, cost-effective instructional services, that ensure excellence in student outcomes. Since 1977, they've served residents of the Lehigh Valley, helping them improve their lives, the lives of their families, and their community by strengthening their literacy skills. So that's a little bit about the Literacy Center. And one of our guests, Judith Garger, is an administrator. Judith, what is your position at the Literacy Center? I'm um, Director of Adult Learning in charge of three programs, ESL, uh, GED, and Workforce uh, Development. And uh, you originally are not from the Lehigh Valley, I understand. I'm originally from Hungary, from a small town called St. Peterfa, which is uh, located about two hours away from Vienna. From Vienna, Austria. Vienna, Austria. Uh So tell us a little bit about your education. I hold uh, two bachelor's degrees uh, from the University of Janos Pannonius Arts and Sciences and Berzsenyi Daniel Teachers Training College from Hungary. The degrees are in education with the primary focus on languages and math. And having learned uh, four languages, I understand the challenges students face during the process of language acquisition. Uh, So that's why I chose to continue being an instructor and also advocator for uh, second language learning. And you have a passion for language, obviously. Absolutely. What are the the four languages, Hungarian, English? Hungarian, English, Russian, and Croatian. Uh Mm -hmm. How many different alphabets does that include? Uh, That actually includes two different alphabets because English, uh, Hungarian, and Croatian uses the Latin alphabet. Mm -hmm. However, uh, Russian uses the Cyrillic alphabet. Correct. So this is Judith Geiger, who is administrator at the Literacy Center. And the Literacy Center is located where? We are located at uh, 1132 Hamilton Street, uh, about half a block away from uh, the public library. Allentown. In Allentown. Yes. Mm-hmm. My other guest is Becky Taka. You say Taka or Taka? Um, I say Taka. Okay. Because I know a lot of people say Taka. You say Taka, <laughs> I say Taka. I'm from Buffalo, New York, and we tend yeah. to have the flat A sounds, Taka. Yeah, okay. Okay, Taka. Good. And Becky, you have a bunch of degrees here, bachelor's degree in special ed and elementary education from Syracuse University, master's degree in education with a focus on human development from Lehigh University. Mm -hmm. And where we sit here at our studios, we're (laughs) in the shadow of Lehigh University. That's right. You're back home. Let's see, early in your career, you taught at Parkland and East Penn School Districts. 
and tutored students at home. Yep. You, have, you have four sons, and you learned how difficult it was to move to a new country and learn their language. This sounds more like Judith <laughs> than like uh, Becky. Huh? Yes. Um, yes, when my sons were young, um, my husband got transferred to Germany, and I lived in Dusseldorf, Germany. And that's where I, I learned how difficult it is to learn a new language. I had never taken German in school and, um, and a new culture. So I was there four years and tried to learn the language. And when I returned back to the United States, I wanted to reactivate my teaching certification. And I needed to go back and get some more coursework. And I said, you know, I think I'm going to go get my ESL certification because I had had that experience in Germany. And I, I knew how, how difficult it is for people coming to a new country and not knowing the language and the culture. Absolutely. Yeah. The, uh, a little bit, uh, Judith, about the history of the Literacy Center in the Lehigh Valley. Um, yes, uh, just to reiterate uh, to what you've already mentioned, the Literacy Center was established in 1977, which is 45 years ago, or over 45 years ago, by a small group of Allentown residents who were concerned about the number of illiterate people in the area. So starting from a small donated space and uh, monies from the Allentown area Lutheran Synod, a group of four individuals and trained volunteers began teaching English as a second language on a one-on-one -on -one basis. At that time, the center was known as the Literacy Council and it became a nonprofit organization in 1984. When I joined the agency in 1998, in addition to English as a second language classes, GED instruction had also been offered. Back then, all of the classes were set up in the community, including schools, community centers, churches. In 2008, the organization rebranched uh, its identity and changed its name to the Literacy Center. That's when we added the third component to our existing services, which is workforce preparation and support services. We started more intensively helping our students not just learning the language skills, but also helping them prepare to uh, be workers and uh, join the workforce. In 2016, we moved all of our services under one roof to our current location. Uh, which I said is at uh, 1132 Hamilton Street, about half a block away from the Allentown Public Library. Our numbers significantly increased uh, since students like the convenience of being able to access our services from one location. And do many of the students w actually walk to your Yes, building? many of our students walk, uh, so that's why we picked that location. It's within a walking distance Great. of our students. However, I have to mention that the pandemic has changed many things, uh, and especially the services that we offer. We have moved many of our services to a remote setting, and some of our classes are still taught remotely. Uh, so that you would have the teacher in your building and then the students at home? It could vary. It could be just students and teachers in the building. It could be students uh, and teacher both online. 
teaching through the platform called Zoom and Google yeah. Classroom, or could be teaching one day in person in the building, the second day through Zoom online. Right. And paint us a picture of the building itself on Hamilton Street. How many floors does it have? How many classrooms? Yeah. Um, we have the whole third floor in the 1132 Hamilton Boulevard building. And in basically, there's many classrooms. I don't know exactly how many. Uh, a total of uh, seven classrooms. Seven classrooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a computer lab, an office space, um, where we have also work area where we can make copies and um, a little kitchenette area um, for the teachers and um, and a computer lab which is really um, nice so when we are in the building the students can use the computer lab and some teachers um, we have computer classes so some students will be have their own computer to work at while they're learning computer skills right and so Uh, How is the education itself structured? Do you have beginners, intermediate, advanced? How does that work? Yes. For the English as a Second Language classes, that's exactly how we break it up. We have beginner, intermediate, advanced, and transitional classes. And ESL classes meet two days a week, and either in the mornings or in the evenings, depending on the students' schedules. And like Judith said, right now our classes are summer in person, summer online only, and summer hybrid, maybe one day in person and one day online. And we found after the pandemic, we found a lot of students really like the online classes because they don't have to worry about childcare then or transportation. A lot of, I teach in the mornings and I teach online and a lot of my students work the evening shift or the night shift, and so they're really tired. And so it's a lot easier for them to just get up and turn on their computer because they really have had a really a long night. So th- that's ESL classes. We also have GED classes that meet three days a week. Right, um, and if I may interrupt yes, Becky, um, just to add to what Becky has mentioned about our ESL classes, we have uh, structured the classes so we uh, try to accommodate them uh, different times. So as Becky mentioned, a lot of students are working, so we have morning, evening classes. We also have four levels because students come to our agency with different uh, language uh, skills and the highest level, it's a transitional level class, actually prepares students for college. Uh, beginning, intermediate, and advanced uh, classes uh, focus on uh, basic life skills uh, so that students uh, can survive and be successful in this country. And I, I teach the intermediate ESL class. Mm-hmm. So how many teachers are there altogether? Altogether, uh, we have uh, a total of 14 teachers, and uh, it, that includes uh, ASL and GED teachers. And as Becky mentioned, uh, we also offer high school uh, equivalency preparation classes, also known as GED classes. These are classes offered to students who, for some reason, do not finish their high school studies and want to come back and get their GED diploma. Most of these classes, or actually all of the classes, are 
these classes are offered online because we found that uh, students, as Becky mentioned, like to join the classes from the comfort of their homes. They also are able to focus better. Uh, we uh, structure these classes with volunteers and then through Zoom, we are able to break them into two different groups based on their level and um, the online settings seem to be more efficient for them. So before we take a break, let me ask if folks out there are interested in getting in touch with the Literacy Center, you know someone or you yourself uh, would like to jump in and strengthen your English skills, uh, where would they go to find you? The website is um, just simply the literacycenter-lv.org. All right. And all the information is on that website and how to register for classes, and as well as a phone number to call. Yes, and uh, you can also reach us at 610-435-0680, extension 801. And um, as Becky mentioned, uh, we have a lot of information available on our website, including uh, uh, information on how to sign up for classes how to become volunteers or how to be involved, and how to support the Literacy Center. And what hours are you open for the telephone? We are open four days a week from 8.30 a.m. to 8.30 p.m., Monday through Thursday. Fridays, we are open from 8.30 to 2.30 p.m. Very good. Well, it's time for us to take a break here on Perspectives, Lehigh Valley Discourse. Our engineer today, Sarit Lishinsky. There he is, pushing the right buttons for us, keeping us on the air, we hope. So uh, stay with us, listeners, and we are going to come back in just a moment. Celtic Fair, a celebration of Celtic music and culture, from its roots in Ireland, Scotland, Wales, Brittany, and Galicia, to its branches in Australia, Cape Breton, Canada, Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, and the Lehigh Valley. Music, interviews, and a weekly culture calendar every Thursday from 7 to 9 here on WDIY. Weekend Edition Saturday is a well-rounded news talk program about the economy, music, literature, and more. Join host Scott Simon and company as they discuss the latest events happening around the world. Start your weekend off with great programming beginning with Weekend Edition Saturday at 8 a.m., followed by NPR's Fresh Air Weekend at 10 a.m., and great folk, blues, and Americana on all Reed Street at 11 a.m., all here on WDIY. And we're back talking about the Literacy Center here in the Lehigh Valley at 1132 Hamilton Street on the third floor in Allentown. It's Perspectives with John Pierce, and my two guests this evening are Judith Garger and Becky Taka. They are two of the employees at the Literacy Center, Judith, an administrator, and Becky, a teacher, correct? Correct. Correct. Okay, uh, let's talk about some of the services that you provide, maybe even some of them that are outside the realm of literacy. Yes, um, as we mentioned earlier, we have the ESL classes and the GED classes for those who want to get their high school diploma. But we also have a workforce development programs. And some of the examples of things we do 
our administrative professional training program where people are trained to actually become administrators. And some people have gone through that program and even got jobs at the Literacy Center. We mentioned computer classes, which is really popular with our students. There's job search and soft skill workshops. We have a career counseling and we hold job fairs a couple times a year for students. Different employers come to the Literacy Center, and, and some of our students can actually interview for jobs right there. We have a work-from-home training series, which actually, I actually took that class. A lot of us instructors, it was when the pandemic hit, and we were now teaching online and working from home. This class, I really enjoyed it myself personally. Um, I learned a lot about how to teach online and to actually work from home and use all these computer skills. So, yeah, um, a challenge it, for teachers, yeah, for sure, it, it all was, across the board, huh? yeah. from the kindergartners up through exactly. college. Mm-hmm. It, it's a great training mm-hmm. series. Um, if I may add something to it, um, I have to give credit to our instructors because when the pandemic hit, I remember clearly it was 2020, Friday, March 13th, we were told that we need to move to an online setting with basically no training, no platforms ready to go. And our instructors, with the help of some board members, turned everything around within a week. We oh, trained them, yes. we, uh, we um, <laughs> provided the right tools for them, and a week later, everybody was ready to go, right. and uh, wow. teaching started online. And I have to um, uh, say that teaching online has been so successful that we were actually invited to talk about our enrollment strategies and online instruction by the Department of Education. We had to share our successes. Oh, uh, so Department of Education of Pennsylvania? Of Pennsylvania, Whoa. yes. Did you go to Harrisburg for that? No, it was an online conversation. Of course it was. Yes. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Pandemic. But going back to uh, yeah. services, uh, yes, Becky has mentioned uh, a lot of them. Yes, uh, part of our workforce development, there is a, a lot of career counseling, uh, job fairs, hiring events. But uh, we have really tried to focus on the students as uh, a whole. It's not just focusing on their educational needs, but as a person during the pandemic. So we have really expanded our support services. So we uh, try to help them with whether food insecurity, mental uh, or physical health or financial Hardships, we were referring them to the right agencies. Uh, now, through these services, we also offer health and wellness workshops, financial literacy, and we forgot to mention the citizenship preparation yeah. group, which is also a large group of students uh, take part in that. As part of our GED, we also offer one-on-one tutoring. And if uh, we ask if the community would like to help, we always look for volunteer tutors. So that's an area where we could use help. Okay, we let's have- let's suppose we have some listeners who might be interested in joining your, your posse, uh, your crew, <laughs> and help with classes in literacy. Again, how would they get in touch with you? They can get in touch with me. Um, actually, I can uh, uh, share my contact information here. Uh, phone number 610-435-0680, extension 806. And that's my 
phone number at the agency. Um, they can also contact Teresa Anthony if they would like to volunteer, and they can reach her through our website, and uh, there's a, f- a phone number and um, also email listed on our website. And the uh, website is? The website is www.theliteracycenter-lv.org. Yeah, and just to add to more of the support services that Judith was talking about, um, a popular one is we have a nutritional class, and <laughs> students like to take that. And when the, like the students who are in my ESL class, they when the literacy center you know says we're going to be having this workshop or we're going to be starting this class, and I advertise it to my students, and then they have an opportunity to not only be learning English in my class, but to practice and learn English by doing some of these other types of classes and getting involved in, in learning different ways, using the computer. or A lot of my students are right now also enrolled in the um, citizenship preparation study group. Do so. you find that there are students who have never used a computer before? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Actually, I just shared with Becky that uh, through our uh, computer classes, we, we basically offer it uh, to adults uh, ages uh, 18 to 90. <laughs> and our, uh, the oldest um, member of this group is a gentleman who's 79 years old. Yes. God <laughs> bless him. He yeah. uh, shared that he never used the computer before, but he was so thrilled to oh, be able to yeah. learn. Yeah. What a great thing. Yes. It is great. We have <laughs> students all ages in our classes and from many, many different countries. You know, most of our students, I'd say 75% are Hispanic. A large group come from the Dominican Republic um, and South and Central America. But we also have a large group of Arabic-speaking people, um, Haiti, Eritrea, Morocco, Syria, Lebanon, Egypt, <laughs> Russian, mm-hmm. I, um, Turkey. I had a student from China. So we get a variety of students from, you know, various countries. But like I said, most are, are Hispanic. And myself, I don't really speak Spanish fluently. I know some Spanish. So I teach completely in English because I always say to my students, you know, I wouldn't be fair if I <laughs> taught, you know, spoke Spanish. And then there's a few people who are speaking a different language. Correct. So we, we, we're going to do everything in English. And that really is helpful for them to learn English even faster because they're really forced to to understand in the class to um to use English. Right, it makes it sound more like your real world situation out there. You go into a department store, you're not going to have somebody right. in this country anyway speaking your language if you're yes. from a different mm-hmm. language group. But so. I, you know, I use a lot of visuals and many different methods to make it easier for them. But um, yes, but we only speak English in the class. Let's talk about some folks, our listeners, who might want to become students in some of your classes. Do you work on a semester basis? When are the classes offered? They start in September and go through June. Take However, the summer off. 
Yes, but we do sometimes have summer classes have summer as well. Classes. Yes, yeah. so we are yeah. uh, basically uh, what happens, uh, students normally sign up uh, for our classes. We have an, an online registration system, so students can sign up by visiting our website. I can repeat it again, www.theliteracycenter-lv.org after they fill out the online application and registration form. Registered students are invited to come to our office to take a placement test, and that will determine their level. Then uh, we usually insert new students uh, into our classes three times a year, September, January, and sometimes in March. And now students who do not have a computer, they can come to our building and our staff would help them with the online registration. So uh, we have a long waiting list. I Do can you? tell you that now for our January classes, we have about 350 students waiting. So that's why, yes, uh, And you, you cannot accommodate that many. We cannot accommodate no. how, how, that what's your What's your maximum number of students? That um, you we serve over 1,000 students a year, out of which uh, about 400 are ESL 250 students or GED and the rest of them take part in the workforce development or administrative assistant training and the other services. But we really uh, work to our capacity. Uh, but of course, with uh, more donations, we can open up doors to more students. And uh, I can tell you that when I started working at the Literacy Center, we had to drive around and find students. We don't have to find them, they find us. <laughs> yeah, word of mouth. Yes. Yes, yes. It, it, definitely. So there's a great need out there for literacy improvement. And as we have used the term literacy, and when I think of that, I think of reading, being able to read and make sense of English. But there's also, you could mention computer literacy, mm -hmm. and there's also um, problems with food sometimes. Uh, how about a uh, problem of transportation to get to your place? Is Do you have any van service, any way to get people there? We, um, just to answer actually two questions, you are absolutely right with the term literacy. Uh, people uh, many times misinterpreted it because literacy in today's world, it's not just being able to read and write, but to basically be competent in many skills. And it could be, yes, computer literacy, language, math, GED, right. or workplace, or uh, any other literacy. For uh, the transportation, because most of our students really live, we moved to that place so that we are within the walking distance of uh, students live. Uh, most of our students do not need transportation, or they oh, are dropped off, or great. they yeah. carpool with yes. other students. Good mm -hmm. idea. For our, our last question, I guess, uh, how could the community support the, the Literacy Center the best? What would you say on that? Um, well, being a nonprofit agency, donations are always welcome. Uh, as I mentioned, we have a long waiting list, so uh, we could open up doors to the students who are on the waiting list. But we are always in need also for volunteers. All three of our programs, ESL, GED, and Workforce, use classroom assistants. So if uh, okay. anyone is available, uh, they can just call us and uh, let us know that they are available. Some students also request one-on-one -on -one tutoring in different subject areas, such as language arts, social studies, math, or science. Anyone strong in these areas would be welcome to join our volunteer team. And we also have events 
and event planning volunteers are welcome. We will have our fundraiser event coming uh, probably in the spring, um, and uh, you will find more information about that uh, on our website. People uh, can get in touch with absolutely. the Literacy Center dash mm. LV. Is that it? Yes, dot org. <laughs> well, our time is up for talking about this wonderful center, the Literacy Center here in the Lehigh Valley. We're blessed to have you all doing this kind of work. So uh, Judith Garger and Becky Taka, my guests this evening, thank you so much for coming over thank you, to John. WDIY. Thank you for having yeah. us. Thank you, John. Absolutely. Thanks, all you listeners, for tuning in. And as you go about your business and your life, always remember to be gentle with your neighbor. <laughs>